Blog Talk Radio. The time is now. On everything. Took my heart away from money. Ain't interested in fame. And I pray that never change. Ambition is priceless. It's something that's in your vein. And I put that on my name. Uh. Only hope I had was selling dope Was on my grind cause times was harder than the seller flow My mama told me never steal and never sell a folk I grew up looking up the niggas that was selling coke Oh, I was raised by the stop sign No religion, I was getting saved by the Glock 9 By the minute I was getting paid like a hotline Serving raw, things calling, we was that kind Well connected, well respected and well protected And get accepted, was rejected, now they regret it And get my message was the signal when I was texting The niggas I was calling was fraud and I learned my lesson Now I move with aggression Use my mind as a weapon chances are never given They took them like interception So throw that pass, i be the cornerback Me and Falaren, them MMG gon' bring that warner back Easy to dream a dream, though what's harder to live They gon' love me for my ambition Dream a dream, though what's harder to live? They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream a dream, though what's harder to live? Well, we 
cautious to my opposition. You niggas probably cop a plea before you cop a pistol. I got nothing against them. They got fucking potential. But every nigga who can read gotta get his issue. Subscribe niggas reside where all the lines and killers be. And I ain't spending a minute up in the streets. But I'm limitless mentally. I'm lyrically DMC. LeBron shit. I was in the six after 23. And family gets everything. And money is less important. Long as your mama like it. Don't ever love a woman. I got a lot of bitches. They got a lot of feelings. But I got that green on my eyes. And that ain't no dirty sentence. I retire you niggas. Fuck you in your position. They play so this slippery niggas can't even kick it. Y'all rambling, talking shit to these bitches. You know you real, you don't say it. You know you real, we gon' feel it. Rock. Fruit of our music, painting pictures, this be my vision. They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream a dream, but what's harder to live? Look, they gon' let me for my ambition. Through the music, painting pictures, it be my vision. They gon' let me for my ambition. The Empire is a place where I talk. Everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for showtimes and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. For when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Well, we are started. Sounds like we're started, people. I don't know if you know it like I know it, but we're getting started. Okay, little people, I hope everything goes well. I got a lot of stuff going on right now. (laughs) I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Blog Talk, and I'm just trying to get some understanding about this whole love thing. Like, I just can't get it together. I asked my friend Lex Kelly to come on with me and teach me a little something because, you know, I ain't getting it right. Something ain't right. I'm not getting it right um, or I'm missing it or is it really there? Because i tell you what, I'm a little bit discouraged about the whole love thing, you know, and I, I, I'm not totally saying that it's not real, but it ain't, it ain't looking too good. Like right now, it's like, is this thing, is like, is this just like some... Uh, alternative reality, you know, is it is it an alternative fact? Uh, what what is the real deal with it? I'm I'm not really sure. So I brought on an expert, my expert being my Lex Kelly. Lex, can you hear me? I can hear you, sister. Can you hear me? Great, 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 great. I'm so glad that you're here and you can hear me. And I'm going to tell you, this is this is how this all started, okay? Because I, you know, I keep my head reading something and I wasn't quite sure if I had it right, you know, because I understand that we use words sometimes in the wrong sense, some, sometimes at the wrong times, sometimes just it's not even applicable to how we use words. And I think Love is an overused word because I love chips. I love dogs and cats. 
and I love my children. Totally different experiences, totally different realms, but I, I kind of get that. But what I don't get is this whole idea that, well, what I read was that love is just a, a, a neurological effect. It's an expectation of the human experience to have had the love experience just as you have to poop, just as you have to pee, just as you have hunger. Um, it's almost put in the same context as a necessity, an essential. And I was like, okay, so that would mean that in order for a person to be whole and full, that they should have an experience. But what is it? So I ask people, like, what is it? What is love? Are you in love? Do you have love? Have you experienced love? And I'll be damned. Ain't nobody told me the same thing for nothing in the world. Nobody can tell me exactly what it is, where it comes from, and if it is truly a necessity of life. So I went to the experts. I said, I'm going to go to the source. I'm going to go and find somebody who can break this thing down to me so that I can understand it. And I think Lex Kelly is that person. So welcome to the show, Lex. This is not your first rodeo, but I think it's our first time on all of these medias. Uh, and for those of you who are not familiar with Lex, just look him up on Instagram. He is Mr. Lex Kelly. Um, look him up on Facebook. He is Lex Kelly. And he's... He's pretty cute, yeah. I'm tired of y'all inboxing me about that. We're not talking about sexist tonight. We're talking about love tonight. So tell us a little bit about yourself, because a lot of people uh, do know you, but for those who don't, just introduce yourself to the empire. Well, um, like you said, my name is Lex Kelly, and to kind of sum it all up, um, I'm a server. That's it. I use my I use my talents. I use my passion, uh, my ambition, my purpose in order to find creative ways to serve the people around me and to nurture relationships um, with the people around me. And it will come in many different forms. Um, you know, many people will know me through my, um, my, my media development company, I Stand Media Group. Uh, many people know me in that capacity. Other people know me as a personal development leadership, corporate leadership coach, relationship coach. Um, other people will know me as an athlete. Um, at the end of the day, all of those things are used to serve the people around me, to serve others, uh, to help, you know, to assist in people's growth. Um, so in a nutshell, that's, that's who I am. You know, uh, if anybody asks who I am, I'm, I'm, I'm a server of the people. That's, that's what I do. Well, that, that, that's I, I think that's an exact uh, example of who you are, but um, I want to know the whole idea of what this love thing is about. And you were just a natural choice. You're a natural choice for me, knowing that you just kind of can break things down into a way that I can understand. And I'm not the, I'm not the brightest bulb in the box, but let's start with this whole idea of love. Uh, first of all, if you had to define it, what is love? Um, to me, I profess love is a reflection. Um, and because it's a reflection, it comes in many different forms. Uh, love is a language. It's an expression. It's an understanding. It's an energy. It's a vibration. And it projects itself um, in the form of uh, human and socialized thoughts and behaviors. Uh, so 
to me, love is a reflection of an internal um, um, of an internal perception of who you believe you are. Mm-hmm. And when you and and when you define who you are as a person, who you are as a human, then um, and then you have some depth and some understanding and some protection and some healing and some nurturing of who you are as a person. All those things represent love, and that love that you have for yourself, you will then reflect out to other people. Does that make sense? No. It it does make sense. No. And and you said a couple things that I think that I agree with. I think that it, it has to come from something inside, but what you said was that it's a reflection So if it's a reflection, then how can someone who doesn't know themselves experience it, which I think a lot of the time we hear people say, you know, when I was a teenager, I had this, you know, I was in love, I fell in love, it was the purest love they've ever had when it wasn't um, put so uh, to the test with the, the, the trials of life or being older. Like, as a teen, I don't even know who I was. So how is it that some people, and I know it's different from everybody, is it true that you have to love yourself before you can have that love experience? And what what is that? Because I don't think anybody truly accepts who they fully are. Well, you know, many people accept who they fully are. And to answer your question, um, everybody experiences love. Now, whether you recognize it, um, it's something totally different. Um, but every one of us has experienced love in many different dimensions at um, all times of their life, even right now in this moment. You and I having a conversation, me being on your platform, is an expression of love. Um, it's just are you able to recognize it through you, you providing yourself that same type of service. Because, see, if you, if you don't know what something looks like or what something feels like, it's going to be very difficult to identify. And mm. our first go-to is to show ourselves those things that we know is good. We know it feels good to affirm, to be affirmed. So the first thing you do is you affirm yourself. You know it feels good to be spoken highly of and to. So the first thing you do is you speak highly of yourself. You, we know it feels good, uh, you know, to, to be healthy, to engage with healthy individuals, to, to engage with people who are emotionally, um, emotionally healed. So the first thing you do is you, you engage with yourself in a healthy fashion and you, and you heal yourself. And through this experience, through this internal journey, this internal experience, and you feeling all these great chemicals, endorphins, pheromones going through your body and your intuition just feels right about how you're treating yourself, you then can recognize when somebody's doing the same to you. And this is how you, and I say we work in our higher self and our lower self at the same time. This is how whenever you don't treat yourself well, how it's very easy for you to accept somebody else not to treat you well. Mm. You attract Mm. who you are. You attract who you are um, at all times. It doesn't, you know, you may not attract all of you. 
because we are many different dimensions. We're not linear. We're not linear people and linear experience. We're many different things at one time. So right. when it comes down to that expression of love, um, love is a self-serving behavior, and it's reflected and it's reflected outward in service, in connection, and in growth of others. It's a self-serving mm. behavior pattern. And I think the reason why um, many people are so confused about what it is is because when you talk about self-reflection, what is attached to self-reflection is also um, self, is also accountability, responsibility, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. All these things you have to you have to do for yourself and within yourself, so that way you can then have that love. But you have to get to a mature state before you can really mm-hmm. sit back and say, you know what, um, it's time that I start taking responsibility for my own behavior patterns. It's time mm-hmm. that I start growing. It's time that I stop making excuses. It's time that I present the healthiest part of me to the world. Because in reality, mm-hmm. that, that's a form of love. Is how, how do you present yourself to others? You know, am I going to present the best of me to you or the worst of me? Okay, so, okay, so it's a it's a it's a reflection of yourself, and it's also a presentation of what you show to others. It's your best self. Well, right. It's a it's a it's a reflection of yourself. It's a the world is going to see love through how you love yourself because how you love yourself through um through um. Um, behavior, um, through habitual behavior, through habit, you're going to end up doing the same to others. I don't know too many people that treat themselves well, that affirm themselves, who uh, who um, heal themselves, who who eat right, who exercise, who who read and, and expand their mind and have this awareness, turn around and be a complete asshole to everybody around. You just it, they're, they're they're polar opposites, you know. So mm-hmm. we reflect who we are. So whenever okay. it's very difficult to give somebody something you don't have, right? And, now, and when now, you try, we get very frustrated. Okay. So, okay. So okay. So I, okay, I get that part. Okay. So it, uh, you said too that there are different forms that this love expression happens in. So does that mean that everybody's going to have the in love experience or that everybody's just going to have a love experience? Well, yeah, you, you will have both. Um, what, you know, when I say reflections, when you reflect who you are, it comes in different forms. So it's going to come in expression. Like, for example, you know, um, I'm going to express my love to you through my talents and through my interests. So, you know, if you ever read the book, The Five Love Languages, that speaks about expression. How, do, how does somebody express love to you through their own interests, their own talents? And, uh, and, and, and when you can recognize what their interests and their talents are, then you can understand that they are giving you love as long as you understand how it's being expressed. When you're talking about in love, in love with somebody, um, you know, it, it, I get where people can say it's like a form of euphoria. Um, to me, you know, um, when we talk about the difference between love, like love for, I guess you would say love for your kids, love for your family, which is different. Yes, I'm here. 
Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. Okay. All right. Um, so um, I get what you're saying. You know, it comes in different forms. Like there's a different love between your kids and, and your family and your mom. And I would say the large reason for that is is because when we talk about romantic love, um, we tend to strip the love part of it and then replace it with expectation and idealistic thought processes. And then we fall in love with that idea. We fall in love with that idea. We don't fall in love with that person. We fall in love with that idea. And, and when that person matches, when their behavior pattern in that moment matches to our idea, then all of a sudden we get excited and we say, oh, I'm in love. And then whenever that person fail, you know, stops doing that, then all of a sudden we fell out of love. But we never really took the time to just love the person as a human for who they are. So that's why it's so easy. We get so confused to be in and out of situations, and we fall in and out of love. Well, you're not really falling in and out of love. You're falling in and out, in and out of ideas. You're falling in and out of fantasy. You're falling in and out of sleep. Wow. Does that make sense to you? Okay. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. Okay, so I'm clearing up a little bit. Let me ask you this thing about the service, though, because to me, when you say, when you say the word service, to me, the idea that I'm going to have to put in some work, like I'm going to have to work at this in order to have the experience when most times, and I think most people, and particularly most women, think that love is just this magical happen, happening. Like, it, it just happens. It's almost, you know, without any effort. It's just like first glance kind of thing. And something about that person, which I know is attraction, and energy and the other things that you were talking about earlier that you're obviously connecting up to, but is it possible that you have to do certain things to get the equation to equal up to love? Because you keep saying service. So what exactly do you mean by service? Well, I mean, let me be clear. You don't have to do anything. Um, But when I talk about service, it's equivalent to me saying, you know, nurture the situation and nurture the environment that you want to re-benefit from. Um, it's 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 crazy to think that if you want to um, if you want to eat, that you don't have to um, that you don't have to get out and plant seeds and water and fertilize and allow it to grow, so that way you can reap benefit of the fruits of your labor. You know, it. Mm-hmm. You know what people are not understanding is we we want convenience. We want convenience beyond beyond work. That's what we want. And when I say work, it's it's work in terms of understanding exactly what it is, what's your intention. My intention, if I want to develop a relationship with you, Sharon, then mm-hmm. my first thing is to take care of you. That's my first thing. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be well. Because the better you are, the more I can add to your energy, then the more I can benefit. The mm. more I can benefit, it, it serves me. It doesn't serve me well at all to destroy you, if I want to benefit. If I want the benefit of receiving that reflection of love that you have. Okay. So when you talk about so, work, work is just basically mm-hmm. working in your own interests. My own interest is 
I want the thing that I want to benefit from to survive. I want the person that I, that I want to have a connection with, I want them to be happy so I can share that happiness with them. I want, so I'm not going to destroy it. I'm not going to give you my sickness. I'm not going to give you my attitude. I'm not going to give you my, uh, my self-defense mechanisms. I'm going to give you the best of me. And the work comes in myself. I have to work within myself so that way I don't give you shit. I give you nutrients. But so does that mean then that you potentially are going to come in changing me? Because I think that's the other reason why maybe most of we black women don't see love when it could be possibly right in front of you. Like, because we're looking for something else. I've never quite heard love explained the way that you just did. And I actually got a couple of inboxes saying, Lord Jesus, this man is is speaking right now. And we're going to open up the lines in just a little bit. But like, what is it? Should should we, who are not sure about the love experience, I might be the only one, but I doubt it. Um, but should we expect that love may come in and be transformative? Because I think the idea is that love is going to happen and they're going to just take you as you are. I mean, we even have songs that say, take me as I am. Um, and, 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 and that's where you love me at. I don't try to make me be anything else, but that's almost the opposite of what you may have just said. Well, no, not really, because if, you know, that is a form of love. Um, I believe it was Osho, and he, he has a quote that I love. I believe it was Osho. I'm pretty sure. And he said, um, when you see a flower and you love that flower, don't pick it. Because when you pick that flower, it ceases to be the, it ceases to be the thing that you love. It dies. Mm-hmm. So there is truth to that. Whenever, if you truly love someone, you remember, this is not a, a linear thing. This is this is multi. Love is multidimensional, and it, it it shows in many different ways. If you truly love someone, how did you get the? What do you love about them? Well, leave it alone. <laughs> leave it alone. I, I love you the way you presented yourself to me. So what do I do? I add energy to it. I I, I add to your growth. I add to the thing that I love. So if I love your personality, if I love the way you walk, the way you talk, if, I, if I'm loving all these things about you, if I'm loving the way you smell, then my job at that point is to, number one, make sure that I protect you from my own behavior patterns. That's the mm-hmm. first thing I do. I heal myself. I make sure that I, I throw an internal party and I invite your ass to it. So that's the first thing I do is I don't break you down by displaying all my own bullshit. The second thing for me yeah. I do is I find creative ways to nurture the thing that I love about you. Mm-hmm. The things that I love, I find, and it's much like it's much like you know when we're dealing with kids. You know, I have I have two daughters, and they both um, are are creative in different ways. One of them, it, she works well with her hands, so she's always trying to help and cook and clean and this, this, and that. And then my other daughter, you know, she'll sit down and read a book all day. My job is not to change who they are. My job is to nurture who they are. So when mm. it comes down to a relationship with anybody, friend, family, husband, wife, potential, it doesn't matter. If you love them, leave them the hell alone. 
Mm-hmm. If you and, and where many people get confused is, like I said before, they never really get, they never take the time to get to know the person because mm-hmm. all they're thinking about is the idea. It's the idea. Man, this person yeah. fits my idea. They fit my idea of what I think love looks like. And the reason why you have an idea is because you don't know love because you haven't taken the time to create love within yourself. So all you have is ideas, and your ideas mm. are keep being fed by images through media and television and love and hip-hop and right. whatever psychological um, messages that is being displayed in front of you. That's where you get your ideas from. Most people, right. when, you, when you ask them what the representation of love is or what does a good man look like or what does a good woman look like, they're going to regurgitate some shit that they heard from somebody else. There's no creativity. Right, 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 right. Because right. they haven't taken the time just to sit back and say, well, what is it? Well, how do I love myself? Uh, well, you know what? Lord have mercy. Okay. Because you ought to see my little notebook. I'm just filling it up right now. Um, All right. Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, the number, guys, that are texting me is 646-478-5625. And a lot of, I, I'm getting a lot of church uh, hands in the inbox because obviously you're hitting some very key points. Um, I think um, I'm, I'm ha- I've had two ahas already because I never quite thought about love in that context as actually um, a, 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 like you explained as the flower or as a seeding and having to someone. Now I do know that I would love. I, I would love. I'm trying to. I would have the choice of a person in my life that would. Um, go through the motions of trying to better me. Um, but most experiences that I've had, and I would think this would be the same, and we're going to open up the line soon, ladies. Stop inboxing me. Um, it is that we expect that there's going to be a give and take. So do is love a necessary reciprocal happening? Because I think, too, and I've even heard women say, you know, make sure you have a man that loves you more than you love him, which is foolish. That sounds so crazy to me. Like, I don't even know who would make their mouths say that, but I've heard that. Or make sure that you have a that I'm sorry? So that, that those those type of things usually come from a hurt space. They come from defense mechanisms. Mm-hmm. They don't come from a place of creativity. They come from a you know from a defense mechanism. So you know a lot of times you'll hear a lot of popular language because it's really easy to identify with um, with a, an emotion that you've been through. So if you're hurt, it's going to be easy to recognize and identify with hurt language. If you're healed, mm-hmm. you're going to attract. Heal language. So whenever you hear things like, um, you know, um, you, you know, make sure that a man, you know, loves you, uh, make sure that loves you more than they love themselves, or A, B, C, and D. Anytime where you hear restriction in the conversation, or where you hear where a person is being, where something's being taken away from them, rather than added mm-hmm. to them and nurturing them, it, it usually derived from our hurt space, and it's mm-hmm. very popular, especially on social media. 
hurt people or to have the biggest microphones. Boy, their mugs on there dropping mics all day. Um, you'll find mm. 50 million memes talking about how to protect yourself or how to put up defense mechanisms from hurt. Um, but very few right. people can really speak about healing. Can speak about healing. Well, first, you, you, some people don't know that they're hurting. Um, a lot of people don't think that they're still hurting. I will. I can confess that I'm. I'm. I'm a. I have had a broken heart. But I'm not sure if I, it was love broken. It was just I was broken to start with and add some stuff on top of it, being broken already. And being just was kind of messed up. But um, I saw this Mimi earlier, and it said this, and I was like, I got to ask him this. And then we're going to open up the lines, ladies, um, so that you can ask your own questions. But... You know, I've heard and I've listened to a lot of the relationship gurus on social media. I've gone to several different uh, conferences and councils and things like that. And yes, he does teach a class. We're going to get to that later because someone said he needs to be teaching a class for me. But I think this is something that is generic for just humanity. It's not gender specific, but particularly hearing this type of knowledge from a man is just odd. But I hear a lot of the male gurus who say uh, about being consistent, about um, as long as you can appreciate me and remain consistent, you don't ever have to worry about my loyalty. When everything that's living changes, every there is nothing that is alive that does not change. And I'm not talking about it has to morph into something completely different, but to expect a certain amount of consistency from a living being um, is almost, to me, a setup for an excuse for you to get out. I hear it all the time from the men that I counsel, the women that I counsel who are married, the people who have been hurt, just like you said before. And it's like you're setting yourself up for a, a downfall if you expect that things are not supposed to change. So are you supposed to ask for love and in certain terms, like, or is it supposed to be something that's kind of, I see where there's a hold here, and I'm going to feel this. Like, how are you supposed to even address the whole love idea if you think you're in it or you think it's changing? How Are you supposed to ask for it? Well, number one, if you're asking for love, you're already in the, in the wrong place because you don't ask for something that you create on your own. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, love is an internal behavior. It's an internal creation that reflects outward. You know, it reflects mm-hmm. outward. Whenever you create it on your own, when you're the manufacturer, when you're the manufacturer, the, the creator, the, the producer, there is no mm-hmm. reason to outsource. You're just inviting people to enjoy your experience. That's mm-hmm. it. You're just enjoying your, hey, you're, I'm going to, hey, Sharon, I want to invite you to, I want to invite you uh, to enjoy how I love myself. And I think that you will really appreciate how I love myself. Mm. And you're going to reap all the benefits of how I love myself. I take care of myself. So, therefore, you ain't got to worry about me being sick and, and not being able to perform and not, not be able to take you out and do what I got to do. You don't have to worry about that because I love myself enough to remain healthy. You don't have to worry about me talking bad-mouthing you and disrespecting you and, 
and acting all off the chain. Why? Because I take the time to deal with my hurt. And if I need to speak, I ask, I ask for you to, to heal with me. I don't ask you to deal with the, with the hurt. I ask you, hey, can you accompany me in my healing process? You know, these, these self-love, you all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I have never, I have never, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you this is helping somebody. I'm telling you right now because this is not, nobody says this. No, and especially being a female who's heterosexual, who expects that the love experience is going to come from a man, a very masculine man to, to, to be honest. I, I I don't even know if I've ever heard a man say any of those type things. And I'm not saying that love has to come through those exact words, but for a man to say that I'm trying to share the best of myself with you, like this is what I'm giving you, like who I ain't know that's how I go. <laughs> I heal I heal person I heal person does it. A healed person, somebody who enjoys themselves, like somebody who wakes up in the morning and says, hot damn, I love being alive. I love the opportunity that was given to me this morning, and I'm going to create through the best in me. And you know what? I want, people to, I want other people to experience this. I'm going to throw myself an internal party, and I'm going to invite you to it. Hey, Sharon, mm. come to my party. Come to my health. Come to my celebration of me, and you're going to have a fucking ball. And, and, and within this space, you're going to be able to express yourself freely. Why are you going to be able to express yourself freely? Because it's not cluttered at my party. There's room to grow at my party. There's room to, to learn at my party. There's room to express at my party because I cleaned up all my shit. Mm. I gotta let these ladies in because I know that they have some okay. and listen, you let me let me let me say this because this to okay. me you know, because love is supposed you you know, love heals all 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 wounds. Uh love is the answer to everything. I mean and and if right. you don't know what it is, then there's a lot of things that's gonna be wounded and a lot of things that's gonna go unanswered. And I just told one of my girlfriends, I said, I want this. I really, really, really want this. And the reason why is because I do understand the whole experience thing. And it's not about having some company to go through some stuff with. It's not about having somebody to help you buy something. It's not those things. It's the experience of life. Uh, when you're when you look up and you see yourself alone in a lot of things, and I think a lot of women, particularly we black women, we first of all we get a bad rap as if we don't want men, and then when we're able to share the business of our lives, then we get damned for being strong, and it's almost as if in order to be loved or to experience love. 
You have to be a weakling, and I don't, this is not that. This this is not what you're saying at all. And I'm so kind of excited that it is, you know, that you're not saying that. But let me tell you, the ladies on the line want to have, uh, want to ask ask questions. And the way that I identify you, ladies, is I open up your line by the last four digits of your phone number. So please know the last four digits of your phone number, and then we can talk. If you want to ask some questions of myself. Or if you want to ask some questions of my guests, please feel free to do so. If you don't have any questions and you just want to say hello and that you're enjoying the show, then do that as well. So we're going to start with the last four digits, 4279. 4279, you're on the air. Hello? Calling from the SIP. And just say you gotta unmute your phone. You gotta unmute your phone. <laughs> okay. And I guess no is the answer to that one. Let's go to another line. Nine nine one five. Nine nine one five, you're on the air. You have any questions? Good good evening. I I don't have any questions. Hi Sharon. Hi Lex. I am I am speechless because, again, as Sharon has stated, you don't hear um, a man be this open with um, talking about love and feelings and being that pure. And I, mm, I am, <laughs> I'm never speechless, but I am truly speechless. <laughs> I am enjoying it so. I don't have any questions right now, but I'm telling you, you really should do a seminar for men and women together or because this is information that people need. And when you said that you should not have to ask for love, it should just be given, that that struck a something in me and I just fell out because a woman should not have to. Man should not have to. It should be given. That that's the best thing that a person could give to another person. And I am so enjoying this. And thank you guys. Thank both of you for having this call tonight because it is needful. So thank you. And I'm gonna shut up because I'll keep going. But thank you so much. Thank you. That is so powerful, and because she mentioned it, you know, we got to go ahead and say that we're going to give you some information a little bit later in the show, because he does do that. He gives seminars, honey, and it's one coming up this year that you all need to get into, because... You you know, knowledge is power. I want to be powerful. You know, I know I have a, a power issue, two legs. I got a bad issue about, you know, I don't know if it's a mission. I think it's more of just fear that I'm not going to get what I need. And I almost, you know, as much as I talk, I be scared I'm not going to get what I need. And I don't really want to have to ask for it. It seems like you should know some stuff. But um, thank you so much uh, for for answering the call. One one other call, and then we're gonna ask some more questions because we got a lot to talk about. We got about forty more minutes. Nine nine one nine. You're on the air. Last four digits of your phone number is nine nine one nine. 
I think they scared, Lex. They scared? I think I think you scared them because, you know, sometimes this whole love idea brings up some things that we, we're not good to admit when we don't know something. You know that. Um, yeah, you know, oftentimes I don't, I don't necessarily think that, um, we're scared to ask or admit, but what I think what happens is we're scared to let go of what we've used as a crutch Mm. to move forward. So oftentimes we're scared that there is some information we're going to get that's going to completely tear down the one thing that we've used as a crutch Mm. to get by. Mm. And we and that and oftentimes that crutch we um, use it as a symbol of strength, but really it's a symbol of really it's a it's a cover up of our weakness. And this is mm. one thing that um, I, I speak to sisters all the time is that you know oftentimes sisters say, hey, they're banged for being strong, um, but you have to really question what is strength because mm-hmm. strength is not represented through defense and closure. Strength is represented through openness because the stronger mm. you are, then the, the less you have to duck, dodge, and, and move. You welcome anything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my, you know, my background is fighting. I'm a retired boxer. The better I got at boxing, the better I got at boxing, the more open I was to, you know, to fight. The, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, so I would, I would spar more. I would spar more challenging boxers. I would, you know, I would get in with heavier guys because I was more confident in my skill set. And what ends up happening is, is today we end up, um, we lack the confidence in our skill set. So that, and, but then we kind of promote this ego of strength. And brother, humans, people can, they can read right through it. It can read right mm-hmm. through. It sounds good, but your behavior and your actions show that there's a weakness. Um, Deepak Chopra, he says, it's one of my favorite quotes, where he says, the conflicts in your relationship is a direct reflection of your own weakness. The conflicts mm-hmm. in your relationships are a direct reflection of your own weakness. So if you're having conflict, consistent mm-hmm. conflict, but at the same time saying you're strong, mm. then why are you having so much conflict? Why haven't you powered through and figured out that conflict? Why, where, where, why haven't you aroused that skill set of conflict resolution? Mm-hmm. Using your femininity well, to, 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 to massage masculinity. Mm, mm, mm. Well, okay. Okay. Okay, I got another question. You mentioned uh-huh. that we hang on to certain ideas because it's always worked. It's always been something that was curative to put us in the right position, I guess you would say. And I think for some reason or another, I know a lot of the reasons as to why, because it's celebrated. Sex is celebrated as a tool to gain love. And I know for sure that that is not the case, okay, because I have, like I said, I've been doing this show since 2009, and we've talked to people from every walk of life and every situation. 
And sex in and of itself is just biology, just like breathing and your heartbeat and everything else. So as is love. So it's not in and of itself a keeper for it. But why is it important to the love expression? Because, you know, even in the vows, even in vows, they say in sickness and in health, to death do us part. And I've often heard people make these scenarios, you know, you got to love them so much that even if you can't do nothing, you still want to be with that person. You still want that person in your life and they want you in your life. That's when you know it's really love. Is that true? Is 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 sex that much of a an equivalent to having love, or am I right about it being not that important? Well, number one, we got to understand that sex um, is much deeper than just physical. Sex is sex can elevate your spirit to a higher dimension, to where you can you will experience reality in a whole other space that you never thought of. Uh, so sex is much deeper than just the act itself. And it should be it should be um celebrated as such. Um, you know, we both, you know, my good friend uh Paige Diamond, which, you know, man, she breaks sex down beautifully. Um but using sex and making it superficial and using it as a way to get what you want, then mm-hmm. what it does, it no longer allows sex to be authentic. And it no longer allows mm-hmm. sex to do what it's supposed to do. You know, sex is mm-hmm. supposed to elevate you. Sex mm-hmm. is supposed to expand you. Sex is supposed mm-hmm. to duplicate you. And whenever mm-hmm. you take that thing, whenever you take that action, and then you, and then you, you use it, to be uh to uh for for ego or for to fill a void. Whenever you use it to mm-hmm. fill a void, you take the vibration, the higher vibration out of it. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. is sex important? It's a part of life. Absolutely. You're born with the ability to have sex. That's one of the things that you were born to do. Mm-hmm. You were born to mm-hmm. have sex. Um but because we've been we've allowed ourselves to be socialized about what sex is and we've allowed it to be stripped down to just a simple superficial act. Um, women have become so sexually oppressed um, to where women are not even able to be open and expressive um, through mm-hmm. their sexuality. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when women are open and are able to be open and expressive through their sexuality, they create more than just babies. They create experiences that men have been able to build kingdoms from within the incubator of the female sexual experience. You know, so that's why I said before an expression of love is, the expression of love is, is how do I, how do I um, reflect myself onto you? If I can make sure that you're, if I can add to your healing, if I can nurture your development, your personal development, if I can nurture your spirit and nurture your soul, if I can free you, Shannon, if I can free you and allow you to be as, expressive and as free and as authentic as possible, I'm going to reap everything of you. There's nothing mm-hmm. for you to hold. I've broken down. There's no reason for you to defend yourself. You just mm-hmm. wide the hell open, and I'm going to pull all the nutrients that you have. Boy. All the nutrients that you have. So as, Man, I need some water. <laughs> 
So as men, <laughs> as men, <laughs> and and I'm telling you because I think, and and honestly, I think that a lot of people understand this this part. They they can't really articulate it as eloquently as you have. I don't. I know that men in particular um, have the ability to cut off this or kind of snub that spiritual realm of themselves, and I think it's just because of the way we we came from you all. We came from an inner place. Of you. We were made from you, and I think the majority of that whole spiritual experience is um, more present and non-scary or non-threatening to women, and we take the chance of that more often, whereas men take the more chance of the just the... Um, the, the the sensual love or the, the the physical love expression more often, but when you're able to bring someone to that point or someone has such an elevated spiritual awareness that it is more than just this physically coming together, I think that's the only way that you can actually have the love experience and the fact that some people say, you know, we can't touch each other. Like, don't touch me. Uh, uh, if you love me, you'll wait. If you love me, you'll stay away from me. You'll not even want to. And to me, that is so not the truth. You know, I'm saying you have to have some discipline for yourself. But you can't. You, if, it's, if it's what I think it is, it's a spiritual awareness love is. And it doesn't happen... Um, uh, casually, it, you have to be fully awake to have it. And you said something, and I know that you're not a very uh, religious person, and you don't um, ascribe to any particular move of religious preference. But I know that you said before on in other topics about the woman being the vessel of of of, of birth. And creativity in and of itself Is that why women Are so um, Much more likely To say oh I love Or I'm in love Or I have love Like men don't talk like that Like I mean I don't think they do I mean I know men say At some point that they do But very rarely do you see An open uh, invitation To experience like you just Explained in men is is that just the whole difference between women and men, or, or what? Well, you know, um, to speak about men, um, I believe the biggest reason why men don't speak about um, expression is they suffer from the same thing women um, suffer from, and that's um, lack of knowledge. We have been bombarded with layers and layers and layers of socialized idealism and bullshit that we don't know which way's up. Mm-hmm. So to get so you have to elevate and open up and allow allow new information, new knowledge, and then allow yourself to download your intuitive spirit. So that way you can then see what's real and what is and what is an illusion. So you can kind of step outside of the matrix. For men the reason why they may not express themselves is because they don't see value in it. You know, socially, nobody's ever said it's valuable 
or it's going to get you ahead to tell mm-hmm. people how you feel, especially when it's in an intimate or in a quote-unquote soft way. Um, so it's socialized that we got to be as hard and aggressive as possible. And um, it's even been socialized that women are highly attracted to hard and aggressive men. But, you know, we're finding out that that's not true, that there mm-hmm. has to be some gift. There has to be some softness. There has to be understanding and forgiveness. There has to be a communication process that lets people know what the hell you got going on inside. Mm-hmm. So that way I know how to adjust myself accordingly, whether help you or get the fuck out of here. You know, mm-hmm. I need to know what's going on. So for men, um, it, yes, it is very difficult, but, you know, um, it's not really promoted. We're in an era where most people get their information off of social media. Um, still, we don't have more people reading than we had, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Um, outside of learning regurgitated verbiage out of college books. Um, but it's, but it, it is coming. You know, it is coming. These types of conversations that we're having are leading to information and knowledge that is out there that people, especially men, are becoming more receptive of. I happen to be able to run into quite a few men that, um, that, are, that are able to express their emotions and how they feel uh, in a productive mm-hmm. way. Um, mm-hmm. As for women... Yes, you're God. That's why I call women sister gods. You're the greatest mm-hmm. representation of God herself. So mm-hmm. you are the creator of life. You're the cre- and because you're the creator of life, you, life is not just, creation is not just in the form of physical life. Creation is also in the form of energy. It's also in the form of understanding and knowledge. So a woman who knows who's centered and healthy and healed and knows who she is and values who she is and nurtures who she is, she can create any situation she wants. And there's not a, and, and a man intuitively can't wait to build within her, mm. whether it be a child or an empire. He can't wait to build within her or around her. Ooh, okay. Mm. So I'm hoping that I, want to, I don't want to miss. <laughs> I don't want to miss the opportunity for you to introduce. Oh my goodness, it looks like um his phone dropped. So we'll take a quick break and I'm going to call him back real quick. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for showtimes and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at empresscooperdavidson at gmail.com or by my website at www.theempress.com for when the empire speaks, the empress listens. Well, I'm not sure what happened, but his phone dropped and I feel sad about it because I want him to, well, he's got to come back. He's got to because he's got to introduce this uh, uh, program that he's got starting. It's coming back on and, well, it's actually going to be starting in March. They're starting uh, 
um, registration in, let's see, in April, let's see, April, January, February, March, April, May. It's starting in May. See, that's why I need him to introduce his own stuff because I'll get it wrong every time. But he's he's giving classes. He is teaching this very thing um, to the masses. And the reason why I trust Lex is because Lex uh, doesn't have a particular um, audience to, uh, you know, try to please. He just tells the truth. Even if it's something that he himself has issues with, um, you know, pulling in uh, himself, he researches that thing in order to find that truth for himself um, before even, you know, giving it to others. Now, a lot of what he's had to say tonight was very, very open and honest. And uh, um, I'm glad that you're back. I hear you. Are you back? Oh, that I think it was his uh, his uh, answer machine, but he he's having some technical difficulties. But what I wanted to also go over, and I'll make sure that I have the information for his uh, for his um, sh- for his uh, conference, uh, which I think is coming up in January, February, March, April, May. It's in May. Um, they're going to start registration in March. And it's so that we can talk about things just like this, just a reflective to what is necessary to know about the whole you, the real you, uh, the you that you really want to be able to present. Because, you know, we all come with this representative at first and what we show is usually our best self, but it's not all the time the real self, the real person that they're that you're going to end up being in relationship with. Not really sure. Um if that's the truth of everybody, but I think most of the times um, that's what men mean and that's what women mean when they say, well, I just did, he wasn't like this at the beginning. Well, it's, it's because we put our best foot and face forward when we're trying to gain a relationship, but that's not all the time what's going to, you know, work at its best. But let's say this, I was reading, um, and it is a scriptural uh, identification of what love is and what love is not. And I kind of wanted to talk about those things with Lex, but until we get him back on the phone, I can't do it. Um, not really sure whether or not it is all true of what people practice, but it is a scripture. Um, and I failed to write the scripture down. You know, I just don't even act right about some things. Like, I should have had that written down. Um, and I'm going to text Lex just to make sure that we'll be able to get him back. Let me see if I got him right now. Uh, Lex, are you there? Uh, uh, Lex, are you there? Okay, I think I still got his um, answer machine, and he's texting on another number coming up soon. But listen, it says that love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, love is not rude or selfish, it cannot easily be angered, love protects, love trusts, love hopes, love perseveres, love never fails. Now, whether or not you believe it or not, that's what the scripture says that uh, love is, and I see my boy is back. Um, and love, all of these things are in a descriptive of what love is, but it also is about what love is not. And it said love is not envy, it is not boastful, 
It is not proud. It is not rude or selfish. Lex, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, great. I'm I'm not sure what happened, but it's just okay because we're back. And, and I got to make sure that you're able to, after we discuss these few, what it is and what it ain't, of the scripture of love, a Corinthian scripture about what love expression is. Um, I'm just wondering if you totally agree, because for me, love is patient, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to lose it sometimes. Like you're not going to lose your patience sometimes. It is kind it protects, it trusts, it hopes, it perseveres, but love never failing, I'm, I don't know what that means. If that means that it's always going to keep returning back, is that an open door for you to keep not protecting me, not trusting me, you're not being kind or you're not being patient? What, what does that mean to you or is that just a generalization um, scripturally that um, you have to say about what love is and is not. Well, well, we're going to go back to what I said before. Is that one thing we gotta we gotta focus on is especially when you talk about the Bible and religion. Much, most of the Bible is oligarchy. Uh, most of the Bible is references, um, mm-hmm. and really, what they're referencing is self. Love is kind. Love is patient. But they're talking mm-hmm. about yourself. Be patient with yourself. Be kind mm-hmm. to yourself. Be understanding to yourself. Be, you know, be, be, be supportive of yourself. Because when you are all those things, you will attract who you are. And, and one thing that we got to be careful about, and it's not popular, and I, that's why I'm calling self-reflection is a bitch. Because self-reflection and self-work is not popular. Why is it not popular? Because oftentimes... We want to be the victim. It feels good to be the victim. But guess what? Mm. Champions can't, victims can't be champions. Mm. You can't. So when it comes down to be patient, be kind for love, it's talking about you. Be kind to yourself. And we ha- and one of the one of the things that I teach in my course, which we'll talk about later, is how do mm-hmm. we look at ourselves with the value and the esteem to provide ourselves that type of behavior, to provide ourselves that type of kindness, that type of patience, that type of forgiveness. Because once you, once you implement all those things into yourself, you evolve as a person and it reflects. It reflects that you value yourself. You reflect, it reflects that you are of value. It reflects that you are a nutrient to the world and to the universe. And everybody loves a nutrient. Oh. It re- whenever you whenever you take care of you and you love you, you become a fruit of that labor. And who don't like fruit? It's sweet. Oh. It's good for you. It makes you feel good. You get all kind of, when you eat fruit, all the sugars rush to your brain. You get all these endorphins and pheromones going through your head. It's like, oh my goodness. What was you eating that one time, Sharon, when you was on? on that oh, you was enjoying them so much. Was it grapes or something? Well, I forget what you, you were doing alive, and you were eating something that was messing with you. And you could just yeah. tell how much you, you enjoyed yourself. And when you enjoy mm. yourself, guess who else wants to enjoy you? Other people. And what the, the big the, and the big joke is, or the big hoax is, is that we have convinced ourselves and everybody around us that love is accepting my sickness. 
Love mm-hmm. is love is, hey, I'm gonna accept your lack of aggression and healing. Now that's not a representation of you to me, because if I love you, Sharon, I'm gonna present the best of me to you. Mm. I'm gonna present the best of me to you. That's my that's how I show you love. I present the absolute best of me to you. And and in yeah. and in you loving yourself, you will only receive the best. Because yeah. you love yeah. you. You don't bring in toxic. You don't bring in processed love. You don't bring in poisonous love. You don't bring in um heavy love that's gonna bog you down and, and, and make you constipated energetically. That's not yeah. what you want for your spirit and your body. So you're gonna choose because you love yourself. You're going to choose not to partake in that type of um, behavior or expression from mm-hmm. somebody else. That's how you show yourself love. You protect yourself from toxic mm-hmm. behavior patterns. Now, combine you protecting yourself from toxic behavior patterns with somebody not wanting to offer you toxicity, then you get authentic connection and love. Mm-hmm. You get that, but nobody wants to work on themselves. I'll, let me take that back. It's not that people don't want to work on themselves. It's that they haven't been presented with the opportunity to work on themselves that, that doesn't seem so goddamn confusing and over the freaking top. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm going to the class. I'm going to the class. <laughs> I'm going to the class live, so I need you to go ahead and get the information, and we're going to post it on the um, websites as well uh, as the um, – uh, the social media feeds that we're going through tonight. Tell us about what what you got brewing. All right. So what I have brewing is um, this year in 2017, I will be starting um, Lex Kelly's School um, of Personal Development. So it is a school that you can go to. You can sign up for the courses. Each course um, is a specific study. Uh, I have. Um, quite a few different courses that you can, that you can partake in. Um, and each course has lessons, um, anywhere from 12 to 20 lessons in each course. But each course may represent something different, like one is personal development and, and, personal, personal development and, uh, and relationships. Another is business, business, and, um, business and relationships. You know, so they're going to cater to different situations in different environments. And each course is built to stack on top of one another, and each course is built to help you evolve and to um, self-examine who you are, and then allow you, and then put yourself in the space of creativity. See, this mm-hmm. is—I I don't want to be that dude to try to tell you what to do, because my job is not to tell you what to do. My job is to support you in your creativity. Because we're creative spirits. You create your reality. Whatever you want out of life, you can create. You just have to be, you just have to understand and know that you are a creator. Mm -hmm. Most of us are void of that. We're void of that creation process because we've been taught that a creator is is something or idea or someone outside of our control. And Mm -hmm. when that, and because we believe that, we never we lack we lack the work we lack the self work we lack the personal development we don't even understand that whenever we go through conflict the first thing you do is you go in you don't go out 
Uh. Why is this? Why am I experiencing this conflict? How did I get here? How did I attract it? You know, we we don't practice those type of things, so we're constantly in this place of victimization and blame and destitute. So um, the classes, the the school opens uh, the beginning of April. Pre-registration starts March first. Leading up okay. to then, from now to then, through my social media sites, um, you will be getting updates, information, and I will be giving little tidbits of the syllabus of the courses. So I've already started. So if you're linked into any of my social media, um, Lex Kelly on Facebook, Mr. Lex Kelly on Instagram, a lot of my memes you'll see, you know, um, a tidbit of what I'm, what I'll be teaching, what I'll be professing in the courses. And then I'll say what course it lies in. Mm-hmm. So the best well, thing for people to do is to stay tuned and stay connected with me on social media, because through social media you'll be able to be you'll you'll get access to the website and you'll find out what's going on. And that's a good thing. And social media is not all bad. Social media sometimes can be the perfect uh, outlet for information, but you have to you have to do you can't just take everything for face value. But this particular happening, I think you can. So to the ladies who have asked me what that's about and when they can go and if it's for women and for men, you've heard it from the from the man himself. Please tell the people your websites um, or your links that they can go to uh, your Instagram. Facebook and and things like that because I promise you I don't feel so much like a unicorn anymore because I knew I knew every time I've ever talked to you Lex I've always learned something I mean not little bitty milestone things like big hammer things that have changed the course of how I think and 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 what I think I thought um I, and I and I don't think that it's just because it's a male perspective, it's just an open perspective that allows me to weigh it against what I've experienced myself, what I've heard from other people, and it always is uh, uh, something of a learning for myself. And and the ladies who have been in my inbox, yes, um, I think he's taken. And um, yeah, he's he's giving the class. <laughs> he's giving the class, yeah, so yeah. you can sign up your booze, sign up your bays. To hopefully influence the open mindedness, like you said, you're not trying to tell someone what their creative growth or what their creative need or or purpose is. It's just to enhance it or you know uh, fertilize it. I, I guess you could say. So tell the people how they can connect with you on Facebook and your other um, social feeds. Again, on Facebook, you can catch me at um, at Lex Kelly. So Facebook.com Lex Kelly, um, and on Instagram, you can catch me at Mr. Lex Kelly. Um, you can, I right now in this moment, I am offering um, personal development coaching um, as well as um, relationship coaching, couples coaching. And I'm also um, offering um, a, a great thing I'm doing called Ladies Night In. Um, and Ladies Night In is basically, um, it is an event that the ladies put together on your own. Um, you make it nice for yourselves, you guys, you know, if you want to have wine. Oh, just basically you're throwing yourself a socialized party, and then you Skype me in or you invite me to it. And then what I'll do is I'll sit in, and we'll talk about these type of things. We'll talk about 
the different conflicts and messages that you're receiving from the world and and the the, the the defense mechanisms that you may have developed throughout your lifetime that couldn't be quite resolved because you, you may not have had a male voice that's been able to put it in perspective for you. Wow. Um, so we're going to, and we're going to, and I'm going to be there in terms of, you know, just putting things in context. We're going to have a great time. Um, I'm a pure goofball. Um, Sharon, you know that already. So, um, you know, majority of me is, is a pure goofball. I love to have fun. Um, but mm-hmm. we definitely, you know, it's, it's, it's catered towards having an in-depth conversation with some realness and some grain to it, getting to some resolutions mixed with having a good time. So um, at this moment, you can email me at mrlexkelly at gmail.com. Again, that's M-R-L-E-X-K-E-L-L-Y at gmail.com. And if you're interested in any in any personal, I've got personal development coaching. Um, I have, um, um, and I break them up in the chapters and books. I have the book of you, I have the book of you too. Um, it's really fun. It's really dope. I have the relationship rehab course. I have the um, relationship reconstruction course. And all these are dealing with you and how you develop relationships through yourself. Because I say this all the time, relationships happen through you. They don't happen to you. So we all are creators of our experiences. You are not, um, you're not left out in the middle of the water without a paddle. Um, you do have the power to create the type of relationships and experiences that you want. You just have to tap into your tap into that creative process. You have to understand that yes, you are responsible for your behaviors and your actions, and yes, you did take part in whatever conflict or hurt happened to you. You attracted that in some form or fashion, but that's not for you to feel bad about it. That's for you to feel real about it. But because you know that you that you have um. You had a uh, you you had a, a play in that hand. You also have a play in elevating. You also have a play in making something greater. You also have a play in developing a life that you want. And um, I think more of us need to understand that we have more control, um, more creative control of our lives than what has been taught to us. And it's mm-hmm. about time that we break out of that socialized box and set ourselves free. I got a few. I got one more question that I did not ask that I desperately want to ask because I'm Shoot. often conflicted on how I can answer this question for people who ask it of me. And it is: Can you can you love more than one person at a time in the same level of intimacy? And does cheating or does a married person a married person necessarily not love because he or she cheated? Like I I, I think I, I'm sure it's going to take more than uh, the ten minutes that we have left to answer it. But if you can answer <laughs> to answer that kind of in a in a way, because I had a couple of those questions inboxed to me as well. Well, absolutely, you can because love. You got to understand we have socialized expression, meaning what was taught to us, and then we have human expression, meaning what we were born with. When you were born, all the shit that you know now, you didn't come out the womb. You had intuitive behaviors, meaning when you came out the womb, you knew exactly where the milk was, and you went to it. Nobody had to teach you to smile. Nobody had to teach you to cry. 
Nobody had to teach you these human, these human behaviors. So when it comes down to how you receive energy, how you receive quote-unquote love, yes, it can come from many different pe- people in many different forms. I say this all the time. You've got to understand where we, where we um, are socialized in. We're socialized in a Western, a European Western uh, uh, atmosphere. And the rule of thumb is possession is non-tenth of the law. Well, we've adapted that into our relationships. Possession is non-tenth of our relationships. So we focus more on owning somebody than nurturing a quality relationship with them. So automatically, the first thing we do is, how can I own you? Rather than we say, how can I serve you? And the reason why we want to own is because we've been built to be insecure. I'm not going to have if I don't take it and own it for myself. And that, what that innately does is it restricts people. It restricts expression. It restricts behavior. It, expresses, it restricts the authentic love. So can you, can you love more than one person? Absolutely. You were born to. Cheating. Um, that is just um, a side effect of a restriction. When people step outside of one person, what they're basically saying is there's a need within me that I need to express, and either I don't feel comfortable or I'm not getting from that one place that I've been boxed in. We put ourselves in situations that we can't, not, we can't possibly, we can't possibly, um, 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 uh, maintain. I mean, it just at the end of the day, we really have to start learning how to break out of this idea that we can offer every single thing to every single person at a high level. No, you you come in and you you get in where you fit in and where you're good at it, and then allow people yeah. to express themselves and receive in different areas. And if they're healthy, if they're healthy and they protect themselves, like we spoke about earlier, and they protect themselves by not bringing in toxic energy, toxic people, then you won't have to worry about them transferring that toxicity to you from wherever they decide, you know, to, to, uh, uh, to, to receive from. Hmm. Well, I, I surely, I'm going to have to decipher. I'm going to need an interpreter for this little notepad, but I've learned so much tonight, and I want to thank you for coming on at such short notice. And, at any time that you want to advertise anything or talk about anything, and you know anytime I need some help trying to understand something, I hope it's okay that you know that you're a part of the empire, and I really appreciate you coming uh, on you. the show tonight. We got like maybe a five minutes, so we're going to close it down. Okay. And um, thank you so much, Lex, for coming on, and this will broadcast on all of our feeds uh, uh, that's on the website, www.theempress.com, on my Facebook page, on my Instagram page, I'm Sharon Cooper. I am the Empress Cooper. And yes, ladies, the Empress does love Lex Kelly. And everything that he says is of so much uh, worth to everybody, not just we ladies. Um uh, I, I I can't say enough how much um, I think 
love is important, but I think the even more important idea of it is to understand what it is. Just like we said at the beginning of the show, there's very little you can do, um, even if you're equipped with the tools and you don't realize that you have the tools yourself. And when you don't know something, it's okay, ladies, to, to ask the question and ask for what you do need to know, and especially in the realm of 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 love. Um, our children will replicate what we show them, or they will be raised by the social feeds and media and extensions of yourself. Um, um, you, you know that 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 you can't control. Either you take the reins of what you know. Um, and what you believe and, and, and what you've learned to impart to them because I desperately want both my son and daughter to understand what it actually is, whether or not I have a full example for them, but I can steer them away from things that do not help them grow, that do not pour into their lives, that do not complement the gifts that they were born with, that have nothing to do with anybody else. And I think the most powerful thing that I learned tonight was that, um, you know, love is more of a choice for yourself. It's more of a choice of self to be as close to perfected exampling of wholeness and, 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 and realness um, to share with someone else. And it's very difficult to share anything when you don't have it together. So love would be the even more of that. I don't think you have to be a perfect individual. I don't think you have to be totally with every I dotted and every T cross in your life. But I do think that when you can be the most pure form of yourself, when you can be who you are comfortable and know is authentic I think you have the capability of experiencing that love. I think that is why it's such a conundrum to me because I am in that reckoning of myself. I think that a lot of women, regardless of age, but true to experience that when they have certain things happen in their lives, um, I think that it just curbs or it cuts off certain in, uh, uh, unnecessary things. And the truth of who you are, like, I surprise my damn self sometimes. Like, I'm like, I cannot believe that that's what I am or that's what I felt or that's, you know, where I am. And it has nothing to do with a lot of the external noise. It's just what was naturally in me. Um, whether or not it's good for other people, for me, it's absolutely good. I need to be super comfortable with where I am in order to be super comfortable to have that love experience with other people. And that is why the in love thing is such a craze for me because I'm okay. I am absolutely okay. And anybody that's not okay with my okay can't get no love from me. They just can't get no love from me. The generic type of love I think is easy for people because it's like a, if you scratch my back, I scratch yours. And some people just ain't even trying to itch. You know, they just okay with where they are. But when you have the, when you have that wanting to share your best self, to share your true self, to share that genuine open heart with someone, 
it's only going to be something that I'm willing to allow other people to participate in in the right way. Like, I mean, it's just like I ain't finna just be falling and looking and gazing in somebody's eyes and, oh, oh, now I'm in love. No, there, it, it is a work. It is a service, and it is something that is going to serve myself more so than anybody else. And that's the Empire tonight. We got like two minutes to go, and I thank you for listening, and we will be back next week with hopefully George uh, Freeman. Excellent, excellent pianist. We were supposed to get together on this uh, night tonight, but I realized it was the love month, and he's got some beautiful, beautiful music. I'm going to play one of his songs that he's got on his latest album that's called Hopeless, and I hope you enjoy it. Until next time, thank you.